Hello, my love bugs. It's 6.49 p.m., same day, the 16th, Saturday. Um, so, we're going to pick up on the Hollywood stuff, right? Because for me, I don't like when I have my cards, like, I don't like taking breaks in between time and the cards are just having to sit there. Without with the message still, you know what I'm saying? It's like energy holding. I had my self-love today for the most of the day. You feel me? Got my hair together. Oh my gosh. Wait, before I get into this, let me tell you guys. <laughs> this is my first time ever doing a um apple cider vinegar rinse on my locks. The entire like I think I had them for seven years now. This is my first time. And it wasn't as bad as I thought. It was more like locked in color because I dyed my hair red like hella times um so it was more like my water came out red but when you see other people's um videos and shit for the people that's like oh what is that let me try it or whatever now for other people for other cultures and shit you're gonna have to look into if you can do this for your hair you feel me I feel like people that don't have locks or dreadlocks or whatever you want to call them it's kind of like, bro, you wash your hair a little bit more often and your hair is not like matted in the lock form. So you don't really need to do this. But for people that have locks, it's more so like, you know, shit gets trapped in our locks and shit like that over the time, right? So I'm thinking, I'm, I was like, oh shit, I'm a little scared of how it's going to look. Really, it was just like the water came out like blood red. And I'm not going to lie, okay, it did strip out some of my color. Now my hair is more like gingerish, but it's cool. I'm not tripping. Um, but it's light as a feather, like, bro, I don't even, it doesn't even feel like I have as much hair as I have, if that makes sense. Like, it was so heavy before. And it was like, that releases like stagnation of energy, you know, because like as you grow, as you go through trials and tribulations, you got your locks in your hair you feel me i had mine for seven years so everything that i went through the past seven years energetically was like trapped in my locks you know what i'm saying for spiritual people you know what i mean and it's like it got to the point that i was trying to stretch on my lock and it just felt like crunchy i'm like ew so i was looking into like different ways to like detox my hair and i found that this really helped um and dog like i I loved it like I did it twice just to make sure, like, I got everything out, and I did. The most, like I said, that happened was that my red dye was all up in the sink. Um, a couple little dust bunnies, little shit, like, little lint. Like, it'll get whatever lint is, like, trapped in there that, like, got embraided with your lock. It'll get that shit out, too. Um, and I want you guys to know that you need to condition and, and like, oil your hair after, okay? Especially African Americans, you know, the type of hair we have you got to keep some type of grease or oil on your hair or it's going to start breaking off and popping off, right? So don't just think, okay, I did the rinse and I'm about to shampoo and condition and it'd be good. You need to deep condition your hair. Like, um, I'm very all natural and I, I, I learned from my mom from doing cosmetology and shit like that, that you can put shit that's in your refrigerator or in your um, kitchen in your hair to help it retain oil and to help it retain strength. So I did a, um, a hair mask why I got some of my conditioner and I got um some virgin olive oil and um so a little bit of vitamin E and I cracked two eggs and I mix it up 
um, with my conditioner that I normally put in my hair. And then I put the little fucking shower caps on it and let it sit in there for like an hour. And then I rinsed it all out and shampooed it again. But that helped me get the moisture back or my hair would have been dry as fuck because you just put apple cider vinegar and baking soda on your hair to get all this dirt out, right? So make sure as you're taking shit out of it, you need to be putting shit back into your hair. Don't blame me if your shit start falling out because you didn't want to oil it and grease it afterwards, okay? Um, now I'm just kind of letting it air, air dry um, before I like do the rest of what I'm doing to it. But it just, it feels so light on top of my head. I keep touching it like, is my hair still there? Like, <laughs> normally, like, when I put a bun on top of my head, it would feel, like, heavy. I would have to take it out, you know, and, like, it would start making my head hurt after a while because it was just, like, so much weight on top of my head. Now it's, like, it's nothing. It's really nothing, okay? I just wanted to get out that little spill since I um let you guys in on one of my little hair secrets. Um, and for the rest of the day, I've just been chilling. Um, I watched some X-Files, which was pretty cool. Um, I haven't watched that in so long. And my son, he started to act like Chucky, so he had to go to sleep. So now, <laughs> since he's sleeping, I'm about to try to get some more of this Hollywood shit out. Um, y'all about to follow me to the kitchen because I think my water finished boiling for my tea. So I'm about to pour my water in my tea real quick and we're going to get started. But anyways, I hope you guys are having a good day. Um, I did look into what's going on with Aunt Viv, the, the real Aunt Viv, okay? The chocolate Aunt Viv from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, like I said. And uh, what happened with her is... What happened with her was that she got canceled from the show out of nowhere. Like, I don't remember what season it was, but it was like the beginning of the next season. We was looking for her and it was like this light skin Aunt Viv. And we was just a little confused, especially the people that like used to watch it when... The shit was, like, coming on, and it was, like, new episodes because we were back in that day growing up, right? So it was just, like, the next season, I feel like it might have been, like, season four or something. It was just, like, what the fuck is this? Who's this? You know? So, well, whatever season it was. Um, it's, like, what happened is her and Will Smith had creative differences is what they put on the internet is that they were going through creative differences. So who knows what the fuck that means. That really could be the fact that she didn't want to agree to do whatever weird shit Holly wanted her to do. So she fell back off the show, okay? Now, um, the thing that I did take notice to is when I was reading the little article about it, it said that, it said that she didn't do anything else after that. Because her contract didn't allow her to do that, okay? So I want to correct myself when I said something about Disney Channel and how, like, they um, get signed into contracts and that's, like, a lifelong thing. Not all of them. Because I was looking at something with Raven and she was doing other shit before Disney got her and picked her up and shit. And then it's like she can still do other stuff outside of it, but it was, I don't know how to explain it, it's like, it, everybody depends on what they signed, but some of them did end up signing stuff where they can't work outside of what the fuck they originally signed for, so Aunt Viv was one of them, that's why we've never seen her on any other sitcom, any other show, anything like that, because when she signed for the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, that was it for her, I don't know if she didn't read the contract or whatever, but her contract did not allow her to step outside and do anything else other than that, so she just kind of went to being a regular person not no longer a celebrity okay 
And I think I've seen something that, like, years later, like, 20 years later, which is, like, recently now, um, they had, like, some type of reunion. And her and Will kind of, like, hashed out their differences at the reunion or whatever. And it was, like, you know, this emotional thing. But pretty much that's why we haven't seen the real Aunt Viv on anything else besides Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, okay, because of a contract. So, People that want to get into this industry and shit, I would advise you to just wait. Just wait until this whole war and everything is done. Your talent, your life, your soul is not worth trying to go into Hollywood and have these motherfuckers try to dictate your every move, drive you crazy, take you out, or just keep you silenced. You know what I'm saying? That seems to be like the overall theme of what we're getting into with Hollywood right now, okay? So, I just wanted to let y'all know I did look into Aunt Viv, and that's what happened to her, whatever. Now, let's see what else we're talking about in this bitch. Um, oh, okay. This is another thing I was, um, this is another thing that was coming up. Um, when I was looking into it, I was looking into, like, um, Disney as a whole. And I was looking into Raven a little bit more because Orlando Brown's connected with her. And, um, I was like, wait a minute, she got a Disney thing. And the thing with Raven is she spoke out against this and they started to, um, bash her and shit like that, right? Um, so with Raven, um, she had that so Raven. So when they picked her up and she had, like, several other little ventures and shit she was doing before that. She did the Cosby show. You know, she was signed to a couple little different things. Then when she started to make a partnership with Disney for that so Raven, um, she was talking about, she has interviews about her talking about how she had to stay a certain weight. Okay, so when she was younger, when she was Olivia on the Cosby show, and then she grew up, and I think she played someone on, what the fuck is that show? She was like, not young like the age she was on the Cosby show anymore, but she was on another show. It might have been with like Sinbad, or something like that, the actor, I don't remember. I can't remember the name of the show right now, but she was on another little sitcom show before she got to Disney and had her own show, right? And this was, like, when she was, like, maybe, like, preteen-ish, okay? And then when she got to, like, Cheetah Girls and, like, Disney Channel and shit like that, she started to grow into her womanly shape, okay? She started to get bigger, more heavy set. Her chest started to get bigger. Her body started to fill out. They, um... Um, and this is another thing that they that they even had her do on um, when she was younger on the Cosby Show, is they tried to dictate how much she could eat because they started to notice she was gaining weight because they wanted her character to look a certain way. So on That's a Raven Show, we seen her grow from like skinny to thicker to thicker to thicker to now she got boobs and shit like that. Now she got you know she's a little thicker, and it's like we seen it to us to me it don't fucking matter to me. But to the Disney people, they wanted to control her weight, okay? They used to literally allow her, not allow her to eat on set, which is like, okay, well, fuck. This is a full-time job. We're making, we're filming 8, 10, 12 hours a day, and they're not allowing her to eat because they wanted her to stay a certain weight. So that was one thing she did speak out against. Um, she did speak out against because she... Um, had a certain image like she had this brand the Raven Simone brand like her name her image everything was like a brand she had to look a certain way think a certain way act a certain way by standards of her um, contract 
So she was speaking out against how it, it's like that's traumatizing and that's fucked up for kids stars because these are the most pivotal moments in, in these child stars' lives where it's like, okay, I need to be able to accept myself even if I am getting a little thicker. How do I feel about this? Not how does the cast feel about this? Not how does the producers and the executives and the directors feel about my weight gain? How do I feel? I'm coming into my womanhood. I'm getting a chest now. I'm getting, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit didn't matter to them. It was all about an image and a brand. So, besides her weight, she couldn't eat what she wants to do. She couldn't dress the way she wants to do. If she had a, the, the way she dresses now, where it's kind of weird, a little kooky, that's her style. The way we seen her dress on That's What Raven and these different shows was all a part of her contract, a part of her brand, how they wanted her to move, okay? And it's like, she was speaking out against how um, she couldn't even date who she wanted to date. She got to a certain age and realized she didn't even like men, that she liked women. But she couldn't even um, um, publicly come out and say that she was gay until she said she retired. So she literally had to retire from the industry, retire from um, acting, singing, dancing, all this stuff that she did, right? Because she did lots of stuff. She had to retire from all of that and then come out and say, you know what? This is me. I'm gay. So she did this when she found her true love. And she was like, okay, first they were just hanging around being friends. And then she realized, like, no, I'm in love. And if I want to come out and say I'm in love and be myself, I have to retire. So she was young, yes, like she's not even that old, but she retired from the industry because this was the only way she can break free from all these contracts and be openly a gay woman and be openly happy and dress how she wants to dress and be whatever fucking weight she wants to be, okay? So after she retired from that type of field, um, and now she's living her life, she's a gay woman, all that kind of stuff like that, she has her, um, I think that's her wife now, I think they're married. Um, and now I think she's on this talk show or something like that, The View or something like that. And this is a point where she's able to, and she was excited about doing this because now she's able to show people who the fuck I am as a grown up. I'm not Olivia. I'm not that's a Raven. You know, I'm not Cheetah Girls, whatever her name was on there. This is me. Okay. So it's like now she's able to speak her mind, speak her peace. Um, she's able to say whatever she wants to say, do whatever she wants to do, dress however she wants to dress, date whoever she wants to date now. So that's kind of how Raven was able to bend her contract. There was a couple females like um, like Kiki Palmer and China McLean and stuff like that that did little movies and things like that on um, Disney. And they figured out how to maneuver around it. With Kiki Palmer... Um, they were they straight up told her i believe that in the t- and it was a uh, sister sister to t and tamara maori they straight up told some of these black actresses that you will not be on the front page of this magazine because you're black okay and this is in the early 2000s this is not that long ago okay um now, in the 90s, it was Sister Sister in the 90s, and they straight up told them, even though their their show was the biggest thing on Disney at that time, that they would not get a cover because they're black, okay? There's, um, I think the girls on High School Musical, I don't remember her name, but the black girl on High School Musical, and I was always wondering, I never liked watching that show, but it was just like, damn, why does her wig look fucked like that? Like, 
Everybody else got these cute hairstyles, hard as fuck. They also speak upon a lot of the um, black actresses from Disney and other things. Spoke upon how um, there would they wouldn't even be in a, um, a beautician or a hairdresser that knew how to deal with their natural hair, that knew how to do makeup to match their skin tone to make them look good. So on those old movies, especially I keep saying High School Musical because I hated her wig on her head, and I didn't know she had big beautiful hair like her hair is big she wore a big afro the girl that played that um on that show okay on that movie she has big beautiful hair but she always would have to wear it under some type of cheap looking wig when everybody else on the show used to be able to wear their natural hair and it'd be bomb they look beautiful okay and it's because they wouldn't even try to hire anybody to be able to take care of these black women's natural features they didn't care and um that's just like and I think recently they were like just recently after all these years of them being in the industry they just found somebody that can you know be hired to work with them and not against them okay um so that's just a couple things that's going on there now we need to talk about um (sighs) we need to talk about how these, I feel like these companies and these industries, they'll keep certain facts hidden and they'll make you afraid to speak your, your piece because, um, you'll lose everything you worked hard for. I, I believe when I was watching the interviews and stuff, it was China McLean and I actually follow her on TikTok because I was interested in her content. I seen her on movies and stuff. If y'all don't know, she was on Daddy's Girls, the movie by Tyler Perry. She was, her and her sisters were on Daddy's Girls. Um, and she was on Disney Channel movies before and stuff like that. She is in her mansion and she's sitting alongside her pool. And, you know, it looks like to the average person, that would be like the life of luxury, right? But she's crying and she's sad and she's saying that she told them that she never wanted to work for any of them again and the only thing moving forward she would do she wanted to create her own content so I think she wants to be like a producer or a director or something now so that's what she's working on herself but this industry and especially working with Disney in these different places they traumatized her so much and I think they actually murdered her best friend I can't remember his name right now but he used to act on one of the Disney channel shows with her and he was this cute little white boy with freckles he's gone now they murdered him. I know they did, for a fact. And she's so, like, traumatized, but I'm so terrified. Um, and she does not want to work with them anymore. She doesn't want to do anything that involves Hollywood anymore. I believe she's trying to save up and put stuff aside and create her own content. Create her own um, movies, shows, and things like that. And she's trying to find other people to work with her to be able to do this. Because she feels like, um, I think she was speaking up on when she was on Disney Channel. And she had this little character that was a very sassy little black girl. But she was saying how every day she would get over in, in over a hundred arguments with all these different directors and producers on how to portray her character. When she's like, well, fuck, like... I'm a sassy little young black girl. How the fuck are you going to tell me I'm not rolling my neck hard enough? Or, you know what I'm saying? They would would try to nitpick and tell her how to be black. But she is a young black woman. 
So they wouldn't even let her put her two cents in it and no, we wouldn't do it like this. We would do it like this. No, you need to do it like this because this is what we wrote. This is how we want it to be. So they would try to have her be portrayed in a negative light when she would be trying to portray us in a positive light. She talked about representation and she's like, well, shit, I don't want to do this if I'm not able to represent my people how we should be represented. And this is coming out of a young girl's mouth. Okay, now she's grown up and the, the route she's taking now is she would rather create content on her own, even if it seems low budget, even if it's what the fuck ever. As long as it's out of the restrictions of that Hollywood shit, this is what she's going for. And I support her fully in that. Okay? You guys gotta understand that these people tap their phones. They're, you know what I'm saying? It's not nothing that's new. We know this for a fact. We're gonna pause it here, okay? So what I'm looking at now is um, we're going back to like you guys gonna understand they can tap phones, they can stalk you if you feel like you're getting away. That they'll send the paparazzi your way to get pictures and stuff. They know your every move. It's like you don't have not a bit of freedom, okay? And a lot of these people know that these tabloids are coming from the elites to find them when they try to duck off, okay? You guys got to understand also, a lot of weird shit happens at these parties. And the thing was, I was about to start um, watching this Diddy thing. But I was like, fuck, he's going to take so much time. But I do remember, and I know y'all remember too, hearing about Diddy's parties when we were younger. You know, he would always get on, on interviews and be like, yeah, I'm having a party. Yeah, come through to my party. Everybody be like, oh, Diddy's parties be lit, right? He's known for throwing some crazy, wild-ass parties. But the thing is, I feel like some of his parties is some of the parties that were being exposed by Cat Williams and stuff like that, right? With some of this weird shit going on. There's several interviews where Diddy is um, kissing or being very close to men in the industry, okay? I've seen a Birdman and him, a little interview they were talking about something. He was kissing Birdman. Like, he kissed him on the head. He was all next to him, climbing on him and shit like he was a little female. Um, you also got to look at everybody that Diddy has signed or has been under Bad Boy Entertainment. Where the fuck is their career now? Think about Mace. Think about, uh, what's the females? What's that show he did, Making the Band? Danity Kane. I can't remember the men's name, but he had a boy, girl, a boy band and a girl band. Now they're nowhere to be found. Okay. Uh, Biggie. Uh, I think Aaliyah. Wasn't Aaliyah on there too? A lot of his people, like, really think about it. A lot of the people that worked for Bad Boy or had Bad Boy representing them are nowhere to be found, dead, and or strung out on drugs, or they just don't have a career anymore. But Diddy is Diddy, right? Pay attention to that kind of shit. Okay, we're gonna go into his episode a whole other day. But these house parties, Diddy was known for having parties, and it was right there in our face. But we were just thinking, oh, that's some lit shit. They probably got bottles and bitches and shit everywhere. They got some other weird shit there, okay? Way other weird shit that they don't want to talk about, that they don't want to mention. 
They reminded me of this show. A couple of little good shows and shit that we used to watch too that came on. Uh, Dexter's Lab. That was my shit. That was my shit. I love Dexter's Lab because to me, I told you every time I see red hair, I see Celtic. But to me, um, I loved Dexter's Lab because I was a nerd. I wasn't really into science or nothing like that, but I was a nerd. And I really liked like learning about shit. So, I had the energy of, like, Dexter. And my sister had the energy of Dee Dee. Like, literally, this is how we was growing up. Where she was, like, into fashion and dressing up and doing her makeup and her nails and shit. And I was just, like, in my laboratory. <laughs> but, no, like, for real. And even to this day, like, I do some sciencey shit. I know a little bit. But it's, like, that's my shit. We need to bring little shit like that back. There's some certain things on Cartoon Network that was cool, and there's certain things that was not. Um, they're talking also about this. I'm going to have to look into that myself, too. About, you know how I said the boxing shit had to go? Um, I bet you everybody knew this. I remember when everybody found this out, it was like, whoa. But all that wrestling shit was just staged. All that wrestling, um, The Undertaker and all that kind of shit, all of that was staged. You know what I'm saying? I don't think we ever really paid attention to that back in the day, but it was. All right. Now, the boxing got to go. I don't know if WWE, WWF, whatever, if that still exists. If it does, it has to go. It's staged. It's fake. We're paying people to toss each other back and forth in, front of, in, a, in, a, in a ring and slam each other down. And, and going to this and praising them like people were praising the undertaker you know like praising rafiki and rashiki whatever his name was and shit like that like you guys it's all fake and i think there was a female wrestler that did a porno too china the big ass wind dog it's just like we gotta stop judging ourselves and praising these people for doing staged acting ass shit they're not even wrestlers they're not even really wrestling each other. They're not even really tagging each other. They would be doing stunts. Okay? We gotta pay attention to that kind of shit. Um, the guides, the ancestors are having me also remind you guys that the way they portray some of our stories in Disney, again, another story is the story of Aladdin. I'm going to find out another time what the real story was. But I do know, um, gin spirits are not good spirits. There's no good gin. There's no good gin, trust me. I work with gin spirits. They're demons. They're just another form of demons, dog. Look into it. If you know how to spell gin, it's D-J-I-N-N, gin. Okay? For my Middle Eastern people and stuff like that, my Middle Eastern people, my Hindu people, some Buddhist practices and stuff like that, um, especially the people in the Middle East that cover up everything. You know what I'm talking about? Like how the women have nothing showing, just their eyes. And I said that how that's going to be going away once we get all these bad gen spirits, all these government people and shit off this planet, right? The same spirit that they have on Aladdin with the genie, the blue genie that grants you these witches and shit, and he's a nice genie, he's fun and shit like that, that is not what the fuck a gin spirit is. 
So it's like, it's, it's in a way, it's kind of like brainwashing you guys to not really know your true history. This is another folklore, a folktale that is misconstrued, okay? It's called a genie. They're calling it a genie instead of a gin. Okay? Look the fuck into it. I'm telling you, some of the demons that I work with, that I be sending to motherfuckers, are gin, like they're gin, uh, like the president of the gin, if that makes sense. Like there's certain gates in hell that are just all gin spirits, okay? There's hella different ones. I'm not about to go into that right now. But this whole blue, um, happy genie, you feel me? And you rub it and say wishes and he's his best friend and shit. That is not what the fuck it is, dog. You don't want to fuck with gin spirits. The reason a lot of people wear the evil eye protector or like the Hamsa, um, talesman to ward off evil spirits is because of gin spirits. And they got your kids and us growing up and shit with this thinking that gin spirits are cute, cuddly, and friendly, and they're gonna grant you fucking wishes. That's not how that goes, okay? It's like, they'll show you the truth about some spirits, like the leprechaun, they'll show you, like, the leprechaun don't fuck around. He'll kill your ass about this coin, right? But then they'll show you other just as dangerous, if not more dangerous, spirits, such as the djinn, and they'll show you in this bubbly, light-ass Disney form, when that's not what the fuck it is. So it's like they mix and match things how they want to mix and match it, how they want to sell it, whatever's marketable, okay? But I want y'all to understand, the same way I'm talking about sending demons, some of them demons are fucking gin spirits, okay? It's just a type, it's just a certain type of demon, all right? I'll need to get that through your head. So Aladdin, it seems cute and shit, and they talk about a whole new world and they're on the flying carpet and shit like that, but bro... When we really start making the real movies and shit again, that's just gonna have to change. You're gonna have to, even the one that got Will Smith on it. That's not how the fuck the genie is. That's not how gins work. The dude Jafar, the evil dude, he has more of a gin spirit in the movie than the genie does. If that makes sense, like Jafar's energy is what an actual energy of a gin is. But they make you think that the genie is it, okay? They gotta go. Um, they got me looking at the Spice Girls. They were another little, uh, little female group. I don't really, I remember a couple little songs by them. Let me see some real quick. Because honestly, bro, I forgot about the Spice Girls. I'm not gonna hold you. And I think they made a movie about them too. Spice Girls. What happened to them? There, uh, ah. Uh, so, they were representing, um, girl power, okay? I do remember Victoria Beckham because she was my favorite. But they're a British girl group. They were popular in the 90s. One of the richest Spice Girls is worth 440 million god damn god damn um some of them ducked off and had husbands now victoria beckham of course is married to the soccer star um david beckham some of them are doing good but honestly it's like 
what I'm seeing is they picked some of them to harass. And the one they harassed was Victoria Beckham. She's talking about how um, they would make her weigh herself on live TV to stay a certain size. She gets bullied on TikToks. She has to, um, she just, she's not able to pick and choose what type of meals she would eat because they have to stay a certain size, okay? So I remember around this time, in the 90s and stuff, that's when we started to learn about, like, bulimia, anorexia, and stuff like that. And I remember, um, I think it was the early 2000s is when Tyra Banks made America's Next Top Model. And Tyra started to, she retired from modeling, and she was doing, like, coaching on her show. And I remember she started to get bigger. And everybody wants to pick and prod about Tyra getting bigger. And I remember she just came out and was like, look, this is me. This is who I am. But she did speak out about how the industry likes pencil-thin women for the models. Now it's a lot different. But it's still, like, back in the day, these girl groups were targeted, pinpointed, harassed, not able to eat on set. They had to weigh themselves before they got on um, the stage, before they um, were able to make a music video, and after, like, constantly weighing them. How much do you weigh now? Well, fuck, eight hours later, how much do you weigh now? Like, what? You know, if she's ready to eat a, a, a full meal to just eat, she would be harassed about how much she's eating, okay? This is back in the day when I remember, and it's crazy how times have changed because now the little white girls and stuff, they want booty. Now it's cute. But I remember from watching movies back in the day, even when I watch them now, like one of my favorite movies used to be Bring It On with, um, Kirsten, was it Kirsten Dunst? Yeah, Kirsten Dunst or something like that. Little Bring It On. Of course, everybody knows that movie. But I remember the, the thick girl on the team, they used to be like, oh, you're a cow. You remember that shit? When white girls used to have booty, they used to be like, you're a cow, you're fat, you're lard, you're this, you're that. Now everybody want the, the black girl body, the black girl booty, so now it's normal. But this is back in the day where if you had some thighs or a little bit of ass, you were a cow. And they would force these people to be bulimic down there or anorexic down there because they would control everything. So they're talking about the Spice Girls too. But damn, I didn't know one of them was like worth $440 million. But she didn't make that money until after she left the Spice Girls. Okay? A lot of these people don't even realize that they're going through spiritual war. I'm not going to lie. Some of them are just trying to make a money, uh, make a buck. The ones that actually realized that they're going through spiritual warfare left. Okay? They got their money. They left. There's a couple one-hit wonders, like, there's, like, Chameleonaire, there's, like, uh, uh, what's his name, Jaquan, that made the song Tipsy, there's a couple little rappers and shit, we're like, damn, what happened to them, that, there was this guy, I was listening to his song the other day, um, No Letting Go by Wayne Wonder, it was, like, that little, like, Caribbean song, what happened to him, what happened to all these people? They didn't want to sign their souls away for some money. So they made a couple hits and they left. The ones that we're really focusing on that gets coverage everywhere they go, a lot of the times it's because they sold themselves out. Now, I'm not saying like just because they're getting 
um, coverage that they sold their souls, sometimes the elites are just obsessed with them. Like Janae Echo and them are having a baby now. They're going to do the same shit that they did to Rihanna and ASAP with Janae Echo and Big Sean. They're obsessed with these people. Okay. And then there is some that sold out like Beyonce and Jay-Z, Kim K and them. To me, it just it just baffles my mind how like how fast this shit happens. Like Kim K is already about to make more children with a whole nother dude. Like it just it's like fuck. <laughs> I don't even get it. Like they just they go through men like it's nothing and just create babies with every man that they're with. That's like a soul tie. You guys got to realize that too. These are contracts and soul ties. Her and this new white dude, she's with Pete Davidson. She's about to make him a father. His first time ever being a father. She rushed into that motherfucker quick. They're fresh like that. Damn. These people just, and this, they target a lot of times. Now they're starting to go back towards like the white guys. Okay. Now they got Travis Barker. They got Travis Barker, one of them. And the other one got Pete Davidson. But before, it was Tristan Thomas and um, um, Lamar Odom and Kanye West and Ray J. You see what I'm saying? After they ruin our powerful men, they're going to go back to their people and ruin them too. You guys got to also understand they're Armenian. They're Armenian, all right? Didn't I just tell you my grandma? She's Italian-Armenian. It's the same chick. They're also witches. They also do witchcraft. Just pay attention to what's start happening to Travis Barker and Pete Davidson. Just pay attention. Alright? You'll see little movies with people like the little girl from Matilda. Miss Honey from Matilda. You'll never see them again never seen them again they didn't decide to sell out okay lord have mercy the heartthrobs and in, in back in the day okay well, you can see some of them going through karma right now um what's his name johnny depp that whole little fucking weird fiasco and shit going on that is really for stunts and coverage I don't know Amber Heard. I don't care about her. I don't know too much about Johnny Depp. I don't really care about him either. But you guys were so caught up in watching these motherfuckers on trial for whatever the fuck they were on trial for. That y'all didn't even realize the other fuck shit that was going on in the country. Because people were tuned in. Like, I remember seeing it. It was like on every station. It's almost like it was like worldwide news everybody's watching like oh i'm about to tune into the amber heard and johnny depp trial like what the fuck bro what the fuck bro but let it be some shit like trump is supposed to be going to trial for certain things that shit ain't televised the motherfucker jeffrey epstein that had the little secret island with all the kids and shit that he was molesting and shit that wasn't televised but y'all want to watch johnny depp and her mind you they're both actors i think i even mentioned this on another podcast where there was one point in time where i glanced at it real quick because it was on somebody's live like somebody would be on tiktok and have it on their tv and 
face the camera there so everybody can watch it on live. It was ridiculous. Coverage everywhere. So I seen like two seconds of it and I was like, dog, where did that light come from? Why is there a staged ass light, dog? It's like, it was literally like they had a cameraman right there and a fucking light to make him look good. It was weird. I was like, I've never seen that type of light watching no no court case or being in court myself because I've been to court before as a kid. I've never seen that type of light in there before. It was one of them lights that it's like, it makes you look good in the angle. Y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about, dog. That shit ain't make no fucking sense. I feel like y'all be forgetting these motherfuckers are actors. Don't forget these motherfuckers are paid actors. They're gonna do a stunt or two to throw you off from what you need to know. Alright? These relationships that these people be getting in and out of and breaking up and it's a big thing. What was it? Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie? That was such a big fiasco. Them getting together and and, and him leaving somebody and I think who was it? I don't even remember who he left. Was it Jennifer? Jennifer Anston? That was such a big fucking deal. They got together and she started adopting kids from Africa and shit like that. Such a big fucking deal, dog. Y'all be so pressed about these type of people. And it's just like, for what? He was a 90s heartthrob, too. Everybody loved Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt this, Brad Pitt that. We gonna look into why the fuck Brad Pitt got so famous another time. But that was like hot commodity. Mandy Moore. Hot commodity. A lot of these people be put together just because we found that out with Will and Jada. Their kids are telling people, like, no. My mom ruined my dad. My mom doesn't really care about us. She cares about us being famous. Some of these kids will speak out on it. Little Northwest or whatever her name is, Kim K's daughter, she's too young to speak. But I think she did a couple little things before to blast her mom on TikTok. She'd be on TikTok running around the house and shit, embarrassing the fuck out of Kim K. Shit that she don't want people to see. Her daughter is catching her up. These kids are going to grow up and catch these people up. Because a lot of these people are not even in love. They're just having things and it's scripted relationships. Okay? Now, there's a bunch of people on here. They're scripted beef too. Okay? Like, Monica and Brandy. That whole beef. They made songs together, but now they're not they beefing. Some of this rap beef y'all be seeing and shit. It's all scripted. They get paid to beef with each other. Some of these rappers that be doing little gay shit like Tyga and YG, they got a new video out. And they both had on like wigs and shit like they were like on the White Chicks movie. It almost looked like the White Chicks movie. Okay? And this is YG and Tyga. Tyga was already weak as fuck to me. But YG, you supposed to be this hood ass dude, right? What the fuck is that? After Nipsey died, it's like, this nigga just said, fuck it, right? They want me to do an episode on Britney Spears, TLC, Janet Jackson, Lauren Hill, Madonna, Celine Dion, a couple other people. I'm going to do all that shit later. That's a lot of episodes, dog. 
but it's talking about relationships. I don't know about Whitney and Bobby. I don't know. That's going to be interesting when I get into that, dog. But I do know that her death didn't sound right. And then the fact that her daughter, Bobby Christina, died the same exact fucking way her mom died. And I think in the same hotel, that shit didn't sit right with me. Something ain't right about that. I know for a fact Janet Jackson has a love child with L. DeBarge. The female looks, and, and I think it came out on one of these little shows, but it was fucked up, dog. It was so fucked up because when I found out about it, it was like years before the little growing up hip hop show came on. That's what it's called. And Elder Barge and his daughter was on there, and she was talking about the whole fiasco around her dad possibly having a kid with Janet. So she was trying to find out who her sister was, dog. The female that came on the show was not the actual female that everybody was talking about. The female that everybody was talking about, Janet tried to say that's her niece. And she's not none of the other one's kids. So who the fuck's niece is it? It's her daughter. She has a daughter with Elder Barge. She just ain't told nobody. The little girl looks just like Janet in Janet's prime. She ain't little. She's a grown-ass woman. But she looks just like her. Okay? But... They paid and, 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 and didn't put her on the show. Because why? They got money to do that. And when the girl looked at her, she was like, no way, you're my sister. But it was it was confusing to the public because it's like, motherfuckers that know what I'm talking about, know what I'm talking about, dog. And Janet tried to go around and claim and be like, that's my niece. No, that's your daughter. They try to make it seem like Elder Barge is crazy because they be like, he's a crackhead, he does drugs. Well, I wonder why. He was a part of Hollywood, okay? I'm going to pause it right here and go get my tea. Okay, I'm back. So my son woke up. I'm about to start making us dinner. I'm trying to decide on if I want to continue this while I'm cooking or not. Mm, Probably not because I'm making something that's going to involve my hands and a lot of attention. But real quick before I go with this short little episode, Janet Jackson's daughter, okay? She had a daughter with Elder Barge. I just looked it up because I'm like, when you when you generally look it up, at first, before they made the Growing Up With Hip Hop show, um, Elder Barge's daughter, she's younger, whatever, she was on there, and she was trying to find out for her dad's sake to clear his name this female this 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 girl that was claiming that she was a sister right her sister by janet jackson okay she's trying to help her dad out so they were um reaching out to this woman all right before they reached out to her and the show came out if you googled it stevana jackson stevana jackson was the one that everybody was like this is janet's daughter okay if you look at Stevana Jackson, she looks spitting image of Janet Jackson when she was on Poetic Justice, dog. She looks just like Janet. Okay? Now that Elder Barge and his daughter and, and growing up hip-hop show and all that tried to blast her, and she's a Jackson, she got endless money, right? Now, <clears throat> they, play, they paid Google and everybody to change it around. But I swear to God, when I first looked this shit up a long time ago before that show came out, it said this is her hidden daughter now they'll only show if you look it up on google it'll only show whatever female came on the show that was paid to come on the show and act like her mind you 
The person that came on the show did not look like Elder Barge, and it did not look like Janet at all. I'm sorry, but this lady is ugly as fuck. I am so sorry. I don't care. You got paid to do this shit. Fuck you. She is but fucking ugly. She looks neither. She's not the complexion of. She don't have no type of features of either one of them. She was paid to go on the show and throw off Elder Barge's credit and throw off his daughter's credit and to make them look crazy. Okay? Now, Stevana Jackson. When you look up Stevana Jackson, it says that she's her niece, mind you. And they try to say that this is Randy Jackson's daughter when it's not. Look at that little girl. Okay? If I had a little girl today or tomorrow, that little girl gonna look just like me. My son looks just like me. He's his dad's color, but he looks like me. Kids have the features of both parents most of the time. Okay? She looks like she can be a mixture of both of them. But she looks just like Janet. Like this lady pushed her and spit this girl out. She was born in 1990. I believe Janet and Noel DeBarge were, that was her first marriage or something like that. She was like 18 and he was 21. And they got together in 1984. Okay? The girl, Stevanna Jackson, was born in 1990. That's only six years, dog. Alright? And I think... If we remember correctly, the Bobby Brown movie, he showed us in the Bobby Brown movie, because Bobby Brown going to keep it a buck. When they asked him to make that movie, he kept everything a buck. That movie was fucking crazy. He blasted some shit nobody knew about. Janet used to go around, dog. She was moving around, dog. She ain't just innocent little motherfucker. She had music talking about if I was your girl and all this kind of shit. She got freaky deaky music. Miss Janet, if you nasty. So don't act like she don't bust it out wide open for people. Alright, we need to go back to that image. You need to understand. If you don't believe me, go look at the, the, the Bobby Brown biopic. Okay? He fucked with Janet too. He's fucking with hella bitches. He was Mr. Prerogative. But Elder Barge was 21 years old. Janet was fresh 18. They were together for a minute. They were married. That little girl's her daughter. Okay? She's too embarrassed about that. She didn't want to put that out there for whatever fucking reason. I don't know if she got kids now, but she hides that daughter. Alright? I'm going to leave y'all with that homework. Go look up Stevanna Jackson and you you tell me what the fuck you think. You feel me? <laughs> I'm probably going to be back later. I might be back after I get the food actually going and cooking. But for right now, I got to do a lot of cleaning. and I got to clean the fucking... Because I'm eating some shrimp. So I got to clean the shit, deep peel it and all that kind of shit. You feel me? I'm going to be listening to music, all right? I'll tap in with y'all later. I might do another part, but for now, I'm going to leave y'all on that part. About these staged marriages, staged fights, staged everything. The fucking WWE, WWF, Smackdowns and shit. The arguments between people. The fucking slap between Will. The fucking marriages and breakups. The kids. Like, the kids, dog. Okay? But Stevanna Jackson, go look her up. And you tell me if you think that's Randy Jackson's fucking daughter or not. I look at her and I see Janet. I don't see nobody else, okay? <laughs> and that face is Janet's face from Poetic Justice, okay? That face is Janet's face from Good Times, okay? That's all I got. That's all I'm going to leave y'all on for right now. All right? Peace.